ready to do a let, podcast. Let's let us podcast. Let's cast some pods, y'all. Some podding casting. We'll cast the pod into the water. You sounded like a, uh, a King of the Hill character there for a second. <laughs> I don't know why. So I've been watching the World Cup because that's what you do. No, that's what you do. That's what people do. And uh, the one of the commentators yesterday sounded just like a World Cup. Or, I'm sorry, sounded just like a. a What's a, King a, a King of the Hill character. Was it it was so weird. He was like, <laughs> if, it was, if he sounded like Boomhauer, I, I would mean, watch I mean, the No, he sounded kind of like the dad in the... it. Um, Bobby. It was really strange because it, like the other guy was like he was like the color commentator, and so he'd come on. It was all this kind of like weird, kind of rednecky sound. I'm like, this is real strange. <laughs> yeah, that show's so good. The World Cup. Mm. No, King of the Hill. I want to say that I heard that they're talking about bringing it back. Really? Which that, would be that, that's awesome. what's in right now. I know. Unless you're Roseanne. Yeah. I've not seen a lot of it. I've seen enough of it. I love that show. Kathy and Jimmy played the mother. Who? Kathy and Jimmy. She was uh, the big nun in Sister Act. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of any any show that just has Chuck Maggioni in it as a character. Which one is he? He's the guy who plays flugelhorn in it. Is flugelhorn. It's like, like a trumpet. Yeah, I know what a flugelhorn is. Yeah. Who's the guy that plays flugelhorn in King of the Hill? I don't know. Chuck Maggioni is literally a character in King of the Hill. Oh. I, for whatever reason, that's not sounding familiar to me. I don't know why. It is a thing. Interesting. Uh, I hope my microphone's all right. I don't know what. It it, it looks weird. The waveform that I'm getting is stop weird. it and play it back so you know? No, I think it's we, okay. It's just my waveform keeps going up and down, and I'm not sure what exactly is going on here. Hmm. Is it in perfect time to when you're talking? (laughs) Okay, should we talk about some of the uh, video game stuff? Let's do it. Okay, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 83. We are now supported on Patreon. What? My name's Adam West. Cliff Johnson. The Dylan. The Dylan. All right, this week we have got some news for you. EA announces Origin Access Premiere and eventually a new streaming platform, which seems to be the uh, thing. Uh, Microsoft has five new first-party studios. That's kind of exciting. That's really big. We talked about it a little last time, yeah. but we'll talk about it again. Uh, sea of Thieves is getting two new expansions. Maybe one of them will actually have something to do. <laughs> uh, Prey is getting tons of new modes and DLC. God of War is adding a new game plus mode. Black Ops 1 and 2 maps are coming to uh, Black Ops 3 and 4. What a numbers in this, isn't it? <laughs> um, and Destiny 2 Forsaken got a release date gameplay trailer as well. And Nintendo reveals the Pokeball Plus, which I thought they kind of revealed a little bit in that original trailer for Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Did they? Yeah, they, yeah. Show, they showed it. That Thank God you couldn't see me on video right now doing the thing with my hand. For the best. Um, and also something else that's not in here, but I'm going to mention it. Um, uh, what is the uh, PlayStation Now? is rumored to possibly be moving towards downloading content to your uh, system instead of streaming it. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Also questions this week from Vinny twice. Yeah, Vinny again. Okay. We skipped him last week. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Eddie, John, Justin, and Captain Insano 6. Plus some cheap free game stuff. No troll corner. No, not yet. That's fine. Not yet anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but first, we start with what we're playing. Who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Uh, so I, I think last week I finished uh, Ori. Ori, and yeah. so I've been kind of trying to figure out what I want to play next. Uh, and haven't really settled on anything yet. Okay. <laughs> so well, it's I, funny. One of these I almost settled on last night on my uh, Game Pass. Which one? I almost downloaded. Uh, are they both Game Pass games? Elder Scroll Home Online. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a Game Pass game. You should. Well, yeah, I know that one is, but no, 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 oh, no yeah. the other two are. Um, you should get it because it's it. it's fun, and I'm playing it, and my brother's playing it, and Kevin's playing it, and my kids playing it, oh, and so yeah, we got a bunch of people playing it. It's it's uh, I don't know if it's the best MMO I've played, but uh, if you like it, if you have a hankering for that kind of Skyrim <laughs> feel where you're you know leveling up and doing quests and you know fighting orcs and whatever, it's it's definitely not bad. Um, it's a little bit. It's a little bit janky, um, but not in a terrible way. Um, I don't think there's any MMO that's not a little bit janky right? in some way. Yeah, yeah. And it, mostly it's just like sometimes your quests don't always match up. And if you have uh, – if you – like all of us started different races of characters just kind of because we just went and created stuff. And so our starting points aren't all the same. And so you like go to somewhere else and you don't have any quests there. And it's just – it's, you know, it's a little bit weird. But I think it'll all – like if you kind of push through the first couple hours, I think uh, – It'll be pretty, you know, it's good. I think oh. once we hit level 10, you can start a guild. So maybe we'll start a guild. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. So definitely, yeah. So yeah, it's part of Games Pass now. It is huge. It's a 90 gig download. So make sure you have a lot of space and a lot of time. Wow. <laughs> um, but they they just are, they just released a new expansion for it or releasing a new expansion for it. And there's already the Morrowind expansion, I believe. So, so does, now, do you have to pay for the expansions or yes. does that come yes. with? No, you'll have okay. to buy the expansions. Okay. Um, but there's no monthly fee for it. Um, um, I think you can like they have like a crowns store, which is their their buyable uh, content store. So you can actually buy crowns and then buy things with crowns. Okay. Um, but besides that, yeah, no, it's entirely free and it's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's pretty high quality so far, anyway. So I'm enjoying that. Um, I'm also playing Moonlighter, which uh, the developer actually gave to us for free to review, and it's cool. It's uh, I've only played it for like maybe an hour and a half so far. I'm gonna keep meaning to get back to it and just haven't. Um, but it's uh, it's a really cool mix of like Animal Crossing and Zelda, um, which sounds really strange. Like <laughs> Adam's giving me the the like one eyebrow raise eye, but the the entire idea of the game is that during the day you run a shop in this town mm-hmm. and uh, and sell things. Um, and maybe actually I should start over. At night you go into these caves by your house and search for treasure. You you fight monsters and and open chests and get treasure and then during the day you take that stuff back to your store and sell it in your store um and and like part of the game is like setting the prices like you found this weird thing how much are people willing to pay for that and so you say like i don't know 50 gold and people will come in and look at it and either go like like oh yes that's a good price i'm willing to pay that or they'll be like oh my god i can't believe i'm getting such a good deal on this or like oh that's way too expensive and then you have to adjust your prices from there um, and then you take your money and help build out the the town. So, like, I made some money, and so I could hire a blacksmith to come to town so I could have someone who would make swords for me um, to make it so I could fight better in the the caverns and the dungeons at night so mm-hmm. I could make more money. And so it's just this big loop of finding stuff and then selling it during the day and then using that money to buy better stuff so you can fight more at night. And it's really it's really fun. And there's all sorts of people in the town that you can talk to. And it's it's a really interesting game loop. Um, now is the game, is it out? It is July? out now. Okay. It is on PC, I believe, Xbox and PS4 as well. Oh, nice. um, it would be a perfect Switch game. Let me double check that, actually. Um, it would be an amazing Switch game, but I don't think it is out on the Switch yet. So well, it would be nice because I've been playing a lot of my Switch. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of my place. A little bit at PAX. Didn't we? we did play it at PAX. Okay. Yep. That's where I first that's saw it. So let's see. Yeah. It is Windows 10, 
uh, yeah, so Steam, PS4, and Xbox One, um, and then that it's available on, you know, you can get it at GOG, you can get it at the Humble Store, you can get it at Windows 10, so hopefully it comes out on, on the Switch, because it would be the perfect game for the Switch, but it's great on all those other platforms, too, and it seems like it was fairly cheap, I think. And what's the, like, the art style of it is kind of... Very pixely. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So it's a, it's, a, it's a pixel game. Let me see if I get the price on this. Right. It looks very much like Zelda. Yeah, it's like got a very, like, Link Zelda. to the Past, yeah. kind of... Yeah, so it's twenty bucks. Um, it looks like it's twenty bucks across the board. Twenty bucks is like I love this new twenty dollars price point oh, that yeah. so many games are coming out on. Well, this game's like I a good it. a good length for twenty bucks too. It's like twelve hours ish. Perfect. So yeah, I'm I'm really really enjoying Moonlighter so far. So it's definitely I streamed the first bit of me playing it. So you can go to our YouTube page. There's a stream of it if you want to see what it looks like. And I'm definitely gonna stream it more, but it's got to cool down a little bit because my office is way 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 too hot <laughs> at night to stream in. So nice. Uh, and then last but not least, I'm playing West of Loathing again. Um, you playing game. that on the Switch? Uh, PC, actually. Okay. Um, I bought that at PAX, and we've talked about it before, but oh, yeah. just never finished it. Um, it's super fun. I was telling Dylan, I think the only downside of that game is I wish – it's like a six- or seven-hour game, and I wish it was like a three-and-a-half-hour game because oh, um, was- I'm enjoying it. I really am, and it's funny, and like it's not – it's not even like that – it like has a good start and then gets kind of boring in the middle and then ends badly. It's just like so consistently funny through the entire thing though that it almost feels kind of grindy because it's it's just good. It's good. It's good. It's good. But I almost kind of wish that I could just go like, hey, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's done. So we'll right. see. I'll probably finish it off. Probably. I don't know, if I get back to Moonlighter, it might take a little while longer, but it's a fun yeah. game. Definitely. Cool. Definitely worth the 10 bucks I paid for. It. I think it's normally 15. So. Nice. That's me. Dylan, are you playing anything? Um, yeah, I, I played a little chess. Like um, real chess or like phone. battle chess? Like, like Mac chess. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember battle chess? Like, did you ever play that when you were younger? I think it was on the Nintendo platform. Probably. I played it on early PC, maybe? Yeah. Like PC in, in the, the 90s. In the pieces, like, fight each fight other. Fight each other. It was super cool. I don't know why they've never... I don't know why that didn't become, like, the monopoly of things where you, you have battle chess... X edition where right. the other things would fight each other. Anyway, <laughs> I'd be into um, it. Right. I loved Lego chess. Like that was my favorite chess. I never game. saw there that. Was, it like came out like 98, I think. Um, but it was literally like a Western, like the Western Legos that you're familiar with, like oh, cool. the little cowboys and stuff and on their horses or whatever. And then they'd move around the board and then you'd be like, there'd be a little like cinematic battle sequence. Do they shoot each other? Yeah. I nice. kind of like, or just like whack each other or cannons <laughs> and stuff. And, it was neat. It, it was really like fun that. for a kid that was into Legos. Um, I've always really liked chess, but I kind of like, I just kind of wanted to play some chess. And if you don't have friends to play on your physical chess board, then uh, I guess a phone works pretty well. So I kind of like started playing chess again and I started doing that. Nice. I like chess a lot. Um, I'm not great at it, but. Is that the only game you've played? It's been really nice outside. I know it's been really nice outside. That's why I've been avoiding it. Yeah, it's right. really hard to play video games right now. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like right now the weather in Seattle is so perfect. Like it's on the warm side of perfect, <clears throat> but it's still perfect. Yeah. And if you're like, oh, it's way hotter here. It's like um, in Washington, um, you don't have AC um, generally. So I do. If your bedroom is on the second floor where your video games are, <laughs> it's generally very hot baking uh, in the sun. So it's just uncomfortable to yeah. be in that room. So I don't go in there until late at night. So that would be my time to play games yeah. and I don't give myself that much time. I hate to complain so. about it when it's like 83, 85 out, but that means it's like 
80 inside my house. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah, awful. Yeah, it's not super comfortable. Um, Scott we've Benson. Got, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Anyways. Oh, we've just got we've got floor to ceiling windows in our living room. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, and that's on it's on the like the northwestern side of the house. Yeah. So during the summer, it between bakes. like three thirty and seven. It's just the sun is right yep, there. That's how, and exactly it turns how my into house a sauna. Is. Yeah. So thankfully you've got the eco B thing with like different sensors in different rooms nice. for the thermostat. So I'm like, that's cool. It might be 89 million degrees in the surface of the sun in my living room. Yeah. But it's like a very cool and lovely like 60. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's my perfect. my living room is is same thing. It's west facing, big windows. My bedroom's west facing, big windows. Ooh. So you can do what you are. Scott Benson, who is the uh, animator and one of the developers on Night in the Woods, last night posted that he's one of those people that has a seasonal affective disorder. Oh, yeah. But in the summer. That's on the, on the exact same way. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, summer. Blah. Right? Why couldn't it start raining again? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I'm happiest. I'm happiest when it's like dark and gloomy. Same. and raining and chilly and cold. I love it. I want to wear a hoodie. I want right. to like. I like the sun. I like. I like the summer. But for whatever reason, I get that the sads yep. is what it's called, and I get the seasonal def- affective disorder anywhere from like the middle end of July yeah. to about the beginning of October. So I just get so sick of the heat after a while, and I think the thing is, if I had AC in my house, I think it would be better. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's miserable sitting in your own house my, and sweating. I wonder if some of my seasonal depression comes from the fact that I feel so guilty for not going outside and enjoying. Could it. be probably a yeah, it's so nice outside, and it's like it's it's Seattle nice. Therefore, it's completely reasonable outside. Mm, it's not it really even is. hot and sweaty. <laughs> it's co- like I like the that. Sun's it's completely out. reasonable. You can go like <laughs> you can go play some basket hoops or something. Basket oh. hoops, sports the, ball, the shooty hoops sports ball yeah sports yeah. ball either way i'll stay inside and play video games seriously <laughs> um some games i'm playing so i downloaded fallout 4 on game pass because nice. i played it i what go ahead oh yeah, yeah yeah so i played it on uh the ps4 when we got it but i never got that far into it just because there was a whole lot to it yeah that and when i got it i really wasn't into the first person thing all that much mm-hmm um, and it just kind of threw me off and put me off, but I've still wanted to try it. anyway. Um, it's one of the Xbox one X enhanced games on game pass. So I'm yeah. g- going to give it another go because it's supposed to be gorgeous now. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. I downloaded the 52 gig. Yeah, it's a big one. I downloaded that one night. too. I downloaded the division as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Great. On Xbox. Um, now fallout four. Or where, no, you had a Fallout. I was going to say Fallout Three story. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, do you want to finish your games oh, first? No, go ahead. Okay. I'll come back to it. So uh, I played Fallout Three like four years ago, maybe five years ago. It might have actually been before I moved here. Mm-hmm. And uh, played through it, played through it. I'm like, oh, this game's cool, and and got pretty far into it. And you know, I keep a list of games that I want to beat. Um, and Fallout Three's on there. I'm like, you know, I want to play Fallout Four because it's on Games Pass now. I'm like, I should. I should beat Fallout 3, and it was a little bit of a pain because my my save file was actually on my Xbox 360, which I don't have hooked up anymore, so I had to hook up my Xbox 360, and then I had to go through all these updates because my 360 hadn't been updated in, I don't know, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, had to find a network cable because there aren't wireless adapters on the Xbox 360, which I completely forgot about. Mm-hmm. Oh, there aren't? <laughs> no, yeah, so it doesn't have Wi-Fi built oh, into no. it. either. I had to get an adapter yeah, or plug yeah. it in, so I had to like string a cable to it, got it all updated, so I could get like my five megabyte 
file on my Xbox 360, pushed it up to the cloud. And that's actually one thing that I really like is I can just push it up to the cloud. And then when I started my uh, – so Fallout 3 is on Games Pass as well. Downloaded – oh, no, it's actually not. Me and my, I thought it was, but it's not. Apparently, I own it for some reason. I don't know if it was a Games with Gold game or whatever, but I own it digitally. But it's a backwards compatible game. It is, it oh, is a backwards awesome. compatible game. So started up the – my cloud file will sync down automatically, which I love, and load it up. And I'm like, okay, so where am I? Because <laughs> I haven't played this game in three or four years. And so I like look up a fact and they're like, okay, so you're on the last mission. <laughs> like, <suck, laughs> the very really? last mission of the game. Literally, it took me 15 minutes to beat it. So I beat Fallout 3. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It was a big accomplishment. <laughs> you've, you've done more in that game than I have. The funny thing is, is that's actually the way I've beat like the last two big Bethesda games because I did the exact thing, th- same thing with Skyrim where I just like, okay, I'm a little burned out on Skyrim. I'm going to put it away and then came back like six months later. I'm like, okay, where am I? Oh, You're I'm done. the last mission. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> done. <laughs> so funny. Right? I did the same thing with Skyrim for sure. I need to, anyway, I need to get more into those. Beat Fallout 3. Boom. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to play Fallout 4. Do it. Um, I also downloaded, because I've got EA Access. Yes. Um, I downloaded a game called Dead Space. Nice. Dead Space is great. I have never played Dead Space, and I keep hearing how it's one of the scariest games You're going to squeal like a little girl. You should have heard me last right? night. Right? So first of all, I want to say that that well, it's a so it's a 360 game, backwards compatible. But 360 games, they're all upresed and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff now with the the power of the One yep. X. First of all, let's talk about this game. The fact that it's 10 years old, backwards compatible, upresed, whatever. It looks incredible. Same with Fallout yeah, 3. Yeah, some of the animation is a little. You can tell that the animation itself is from then, yeah. but like. The textures and the environments and some of the effects that you're seeing with this extra power is ridiculous. Yeah, it looks great. Creeps the crap out of me. I screamed. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm only like. I think I played for an, like two hours. You maybe. probably saw like three enemies the whole time you played too. Like, and that's the oh, thing about that game is that game's invisible. Well, yeah, a, but like, did you have you noticed that it, that game's like environmentally terrifying? Yeah, like, you yeah. walk into a room, you're like, there's a bad it's guy very in here. Atmospheric. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk, there's not a bad guy. And then you walk into the next room, you're like, there's got to be a bad guy in here. Yeah. And then there's not. And then you walk into the next room, there's not a bad guy there. And then you walk back was, into like, the room you're in, and there's security. a bad guy behind you. Oh my god. Yeah, the tight camera work over the guy's shoulder. Like it's 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 not super tight, but it's a little tighter than what you're used yeah. to in like Gears of War or like the division or something like that, where that one's pulled back just enough to where you can see a bit more. Yep. But this one it's a very claustrophobic kind right. of camera. And one of my favorite things they did in that game was there's no heads up display, there's no HUD. Yep. Every right. everything is shown on your character. So all your ammo, your life, whatever it is, like your there's like oxygen in some cases, yeah, I so think. So there's all the these different meters, the, but you see yeah. them in different lights or meters on your character model. So there's yeah. literally nothing yeah. on the screen that's distracting from the no, environment. They're very clearly very, yeah. right there. Is it the his health that runs down like the back yeah, of his spine? Yeah. Yeah. So his suit's, yeah. it's called a rig. Yeah. And you can upgrade it and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, the health goes right. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's my health meter right yeah. there. I right. love that he, the weapons in that aren't weapons either, that they're like... Uh, like scavenged mining equipment that yeah, he uses. Like a plasma cutter. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you're, you're a pulse just, rifle. Cause you're oh, just, yeah, 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 yeah. but you're really just like a mechanic on the ship, But I think the, the, right? the pulse rifle is actually like a pulse rifle that they use for mining things. Oh, I, bl- I believe I think. it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really, really cool, and it's really, really creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's legit scary. I like, the, I like the scenes where you're in another room, and you can see, like, the NPCs, like, the people you flew in with or the other people that are stuck on the ship. 
in a, another room, like a room or two away through glass panes. Yeah. And you can see what's going on and you could just watch them get decimated by these things. Mm-hmm. And you see all this story playing out around you. Yep. It's really, really great. It's good. It's um, real good. So, yeah, if you've got an Xbox and you don't have EA access, you should probably do that because Dead Space is on there and it's great. All the Dead Space games are on there. Yeah, I've, I've only played the first one, right. but uh, I heard the second one's good and the third one is okay. But, man, the first one was was maybe enough, I'll be yeah, honest. It's great. <laughs> um, so, uh, like I said, I downloaded Fallout 4. I'm going to play that. Uh, I'm playing, still playing Beats, and uh, just Shapes and Beats nice. on my Switch. I don't know when that game is going to end. It just seems like there's a ton of stuff on there. So, that's really cool. 20 bucks, music-based, like, bullet hell kind of game. So play that if you haven't. Uh, I'm getting made fun of by Kevin for playing Fallout Shelter. <laughs> we went down to Portland last weekend because I had a, a gig down there, and I woke up, I think, Saturday morning, severely hungover. And before I did anything, it was like, what do you want to do for lunch? What do you, Where do you want to go? I'm like, hang on, hang on. I got to check my shelter. <laughs> because I was like, are you serious? Yep, got to save them. Oh, there's a radio attack. Oh, I'm low on water. Oh, there's a rad roach attack. Crap. So that's funny. Uh, so there's that. And I am also what what else, what else was there? I'm playing the Pokemon uh, Go. Oh, uh, sure. Or not, is it not Pokemon the, Go. The new square one. Yeah. What is that? I don't remember. Pokemon cute square game for the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. It's OK. I can't wait for it to come to mobile because I feel like that's where it's that's where it's going to shine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. I like it. That's what we're playing. Some good stuff. Yeah. Good games. Um, so real quick, let's talk about the fact that we have a Patreon now. Let's do that. We can thank our Patreon people, yeah, too. Yeah, let's do it. Should we do that first? Yeah, let's thank them. Perfect. Our wonderful let's Patreon producer-level sponsors are, uh, let's see, Al, uh, Alan Schultz, Vinny Champa, Joe Cole Jr., and Kevin Schuld. We've got Schultz and Schuld kind of bookmarking there. I like it. Ooh, yay. Not related. Spelled differently. Congrats, guys. Thank you. Well, I yeah. don't know why I'm congratulating you. I'm saying congrats to us. <laughs> <laughs> yay, people like us. Yeah, no, we really appreciate it. Uh, your backer rewards will be going out uh, shortly to everyone that is backing us. Ooh. I know, right? I've seen some. What? Uh, we're, well, they'll find out. Yeah, yeah. They'll find yeah, out. Yeah. There's, there is something there for, for our first six producer level backers. There will be something that is not mentioned in the, uh, the rewards on our Patreon that you will be getting. Oh. It's not like the most exciting in the world, but it is, it is, it's special and fun. Nice. There, there are only 10 of them ever made, which makes them sound a lot cooler than they are. And I might have more made. Well, who knows? But we anyway, yeah, it's good. Yeah, we'll do it. Anyway, um, coming anyway, soon. If you want to be a, a backer of our, that's a backer of our show, what can they do? You can go to, uh, patreon.com slash bite me podcast and uh, sign up. We've got uh, four different levels uh, ranging from $1 a month to $10 a month. And uh, that's all going to just get pushed back into the show. Uh, you know, help us buy things like more stickers and uh, maybe uh, like we'd really, really, really like to go to E3. Um, that would be super fun. Yeah. So, so it would be awesome. If we could go to E3 next year and, and make that happen. So give you some, some in-depth in-person reporting from E3. Yeah. And now one of the cool things though, too, is no matter what level you go with, um, you will always get access to our shows before anybody else yep. does. So, so today is Tuesday, and so all of you lucky Patreon people will actually hear this on Tuesday. Oh no, today is today Tuesday. Yeah, today's Holy Tuesday. Holy crap! Today's Tuesday. Yeah. So so two days early. Yeah. So there's that. Good stuff. Cool. Boom. Also, uh, we're a Humble Bundle partner. If you'd like to uh, help support us that way as well, and some great charities, go to uh, bitemepodcast.com slash humble. Uh, we've always got the latest and greatest, newest stuff from Humble Bundle posted there. Yep. And if you become a subscriber to the Humble Bundle monthly, we'll get a $10 uh, kickback from yeah, that. It's good stuff. So check I that subscribe. out. Adam subscribes. We're not just pushing that because it makes us money. It's good, yeah, good, it's good, good, good stuff. Yeah, it's legit. Like, it's some good stuff. So 
do it. Cool. Uh, and yeah, and if you're listening on iTunes, like us, rate us, review us, make more people find us. Because we like being popular. Yes. Okay. With that, we've covered all the housekeeping stuff. Let's get into. <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but okay. But you had to. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh, we have a whole lot of it to talk about, so let's get into this segment called news. Yes, news. Yes, news. Okay. You uh, snooze, you lose. You snooze, you don't get news. Mm-hmm. What? Imaging. All right. So EA, EA Origin Access Premiere and eventually a new streaming platform uh, is coming from EA. Yeah, this was announced kind of as part of EA's. It was it was interesting to me because it was just very like almost mentioned in passing during the EA press conference at E3 where they're like, oh, hey, yeah, we're working on this new streaming thing. And this is I, they announced a new streaming thing. Microsoft announced a new streaming thing. And neither of them are like, hey, here's what it's called and here's what it's going to launch. But it really does go to that. Like I, I've said it a couple of times and I mm-hmm. think that by, you know, 2023, 2025, like probably not the next iteration of, of Xboxes and Playstations probably coming in 2020, but the one after, the one after that, that for sure are probably going to be streaming enabled devices that you just you know and they'll probably have one of each you know they'll they'll be your downloadable one and your streaming one or your streaming one that you can also download who knows who mm-hmm. knows what it's going to work out but with the number of places that have announced a streaming service that they're working on mm-hmm. i think it's just kind of inevitable that at some point in time you're going to be streaming your video games to your computer your game systems you know whatever so ea did not give a lot of details on that they didn't really say what it's called or when it's coming just that it's something they're working on microsoft did the exact same thing during their press conference but what ea3 did announce ea did announce at e3 is uh origin access premiere which is for you pc folk yeah um it's going to be a hundred bucks a year or fifteen dollar a month fifteen dollars a month and it'll give you access to effectively the full ea library and and i don't know exactly what that means but they're saying it is over a hundred games so so in theory it'll give you access to the maddens and it'll give you access to anthem and all the battlefield games and the fifa games and all the other like i have or i had origins access for a while just the, the cheap one the like 30 dollars a year one yeah and it gave you access to tons of things that you just wouldn't even think of like oh yeah ea did make that um, and so this is coming soon-ish. Um, you can sign up now to be kind of notified when it does come out. Um, but it's a if you're a PC gamer and you like EA games, um, I mean, frankly, if you're a PC gamer and you think you might like more than two EA games, this will pay right. for itself every year. If you year. think you're going to pay for, if you think you're going to buy Anthem and Battlefield V, whatever it is, <laughs> if you think you're going to buy those, you might want to just consider it. Or Fallout 76, most likely. Or, you know, I mean, this is kind of the same as as the Game Pass price. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's 100 bucks. It's probably worth it. You know, if, if, you, if you like EA and you like their games, there's almost no reason not to do this because you'll probably save money. Right. And but maybe find again, some. But then it's like, you know, I have to think about Dylan's stance on the whole subscription thing. It's like, here's another subscription. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, Which, don't get me wrong, look at me. I'm the guy who buys the shiny, bright, new pre-order stuff, and I subscribe to everything. I probably won't subscribe to this just because it's PC only. But right. if they bring out an EA Access version of this, I'll 100% uh, spend another it. 100 bucks. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's... 
it's money, but money. I'm going to play, I, I guess maybe more appropriately, is before Game Pass, I would have passed on State of Decay. I may or may not have passed on Sea of Thieves. I definitely would have passed on Crackdown, you know. Um, well, you can't say you would have passed on Crackdown because none of us have gotten a chance to pass you know on Crackdown. Mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I won't until next year. But you know what I mean? Like, those right. are games that I, I wouldn't have paid... Even, I mean, even State of Decay at $30, I wouldn't have paid for. Right. But for $100 a year, of course I'll play yeah, that. And I got, it. you know, I played it for, I don't know, 16 hours. And that's awesome. Like, yeah. that's plenty. And may, will I go back to it? Maybe. Who knows? And so I, that's what I really like about those, the subscription services, is your ability to play games that you wouldn't have played otherwise. Right. And I mean, Game Pass is, I mean, the it's number of perfect. just dumb games I've played on Game Pass. So oh, I never yeah. would have played, uh, not Zombie Island, what's it called? Is it Zombie Dead Island? Island? Dead Island, yeah. I never would have played that, but I played it for like three weekends in a row. And it was, it was super great. fun. Yeah. 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 I wanted to play actually more State of Decay over the weekend, but I forgot to mention Kevin and I are playing a game called Let's Remodel the Kitchen. <laughs> it's it's like overcooked, but with real money. <laughs> it's overcooked with real money and real consequences if we don't agree. So, you know, one thing that I, I will say right now, too, and I've been meaning to say this for like the last two weeks, but uh, it, right. <laughs> Adam's again, giving me that same look. It's the, mo- I, I, it's the mom eyebrow. So if you no, are a mom. gamer, especially a console no gamer. Way. Right now, you should start putting if you if you're a, a PlayStation or an Xbox person, start putting away twenty dollars a month right now. And if you're a both of those person, put away like forty dollars a month. Because in two years, <laughs> two brand new video game systems are coming out. Guaranteed. Twenty twenty is when the Xbox and the PS4, PS5 are gonna come out, right? And if you want to be able to buy those and don't want to go like, oh, here's five hundred dollars I'm just gonna find out of nowhere, if you put like I mean, do the math, but between like 20 and $50 away a month, you can buy one of those with your mass amount of savings over the last two years to buy a new system. And then you don't have to go like, oh, man, I really would like to buy that, but it's $500. Or just buy it. But I'm, I'm just like, saying, mm-hmm. you know, put, put 20 bucks away. There's, yeah. You have nothing to lose. You won't and, even realize it. And then in a year and a half, two years, you'll have a right, brand new right there. Here's your free financial Xbox advice. One Y or a PS5. Yeah. Xbox One Y. <laughs> I heard that today on Waypoint. I really like that. That would be it. really. The Xbox One Y? Uh huh. <laughs> because they're Microsoft. Yeah. But oh, really, okay. literally, 20 bucks a month, you're, you're done. I'll have to think about that. You won't do it. Uh, well, probably not. No. Um, speaking of Microsoft, they've got five new first-party studios because they were basically like, we're going to buy some stuff, and we want to buy this We went and this on a shopping this. spree. Yes, they did. And they bought some serious stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd like, we talked about this last week, so we can probably not spend a bunch of time on it, but they bought uh, Playground Games, the folks that make Force Horizon 4, which is interesting. Like, do you guys know how Horizon or Forza Horizons and Forza... Real time racing works. Nope. <laughs> What's the other one called? Forza. It's Forza. But it's not. It's actually got a name too. Forza. Well, it used to be Forza Motorsport, but they yeah. dropped that. Did they? Yeah. After oh. Forza Four, I think. Or Whatever. It's so, just Forza. Now. So you got Forza Horizon, and then you got Forza. Those are actually made by two separate companies that share a tech pipeline. So one's in England, Forza Horizon folk are in England, and the other one is here somewhere in the United States. And so like one of them develops their stuff during the day and makes the what? engine and the other one does stuff on the engine at night. So and it's they, just like a 24 hour development house that make two totally separate games. 
So when in two in different time zones, yeah. two cars are simultaneously yeah. racing the did same you track. Simultaneously, he did like say, the British. He did, yeah. But he, you know, we're talking about UK. So, so like uh, in Forza Horizon Three, when they made the awesome sky boxes, when they did the Australian one, the skies in that game are amazing, and they actually went to Australia and took these huge rigs and spent days just like photographing sky boxes for Forza. Horizon 3. So then when I think Forza Motorsports 5 or 6 came out, it had awesome skies because they spent all this time making skies. It's a really interesting like thing. And so I don't know how that works now. Maybe maybe that doesn't change at all. But one of them will be owned by Microsoft and one of them isn't. So interesting. Interesting. Um, But also they're also the studio who is making Fable 4, most likely. I don't think it's actually 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 been announced but they're most definitely but making sure it's a fable thing. four so which will be a game pass game now heck yeah so um, but so will horizons so they also got undead labs developers uh or developer undead labs for state of decay yep um and ninja theory now that's the interesting one because yeah. ninja theory is pretty known for well i mean they're known for the they're just great games but predominantly on playstation yeah on sony consoles yeah i didn't i mean honestly when snua sacrifice came out i thought that was a ps4 exclusive it was, it was, yeah when it came out it was ps4 and pc oh, and then it came to the and xbox then it came to xbox okay. it came to xbox six Later. months after so the it fact. was actually an exclusive a for a while yeah. yeah so um so yeah i'm curious to see what they're going to do with and they made the that. dmc game too right dmc yeah. i don't think that was uh ps4 exclusive or maybe it but I don't. I don't think it was either. But their games have that reputation. Like that's what we talked right. about last time. Is that a lot of a lot of video game companies uh, or a lot of consoles will buy what they call like marketing rights to a right. game, and so it makes it seem as if like you know that game is only on. I mean, like Red Dead Redemption, it was a, was out on everything, but it seemed like a PlayStation game. Was it they, on everything? I think so. Huh. Um, they got all the. I mean, you can buy it now on Xbox anyway. Right. But yeah. it makes it feel like hey, that game's only available over there. Um, Destiny was the same way. Destiny feels like a PlayStation game, even though it's very much not so. so. It looks like previous games from like PS3 era were Heavenly Sword and Enslaved Odyssey. I forgot about Heavenly Sword. um, Which, Odyssey to the West, were exclusive games, I'm pretty sure. Well, their games have a very... I really liked Heavenly Sword, too. People complained about that. I thought it was a fun game. It was almost like, what are the... What are the warrior games like? Hyrule Warriors yeah, was yeah, the, yeah. based off of the uh, Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors, yeah, Warriors yeah. It was just like waves and waves and waves. That's what I think the, it felt like. It's interesting, too, because to me, like to me, there's there are games that feel like PlayStation games and there are games that feel like Xbox games. Um, and they make games that feel like PlayStation games. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was really smart for them to to make that acquisition to kind of bring a little bit more of that. Like, hey, we've got these cool games, too. Right. And what you said might be interesting. This might be the first time where like a Microsoft owned developer put something out that could eventually yeah. be on Sony, yeah. on a Sony yeah. product. So that'll be kind of cool. They also bought Compulsion Games. Which one's that? Which make We Happy Few. Which is that kind of Bioshocky survival game. You may not have seen it. It's been in early access for quite a while. I have not seen it. looks interesting. Um, oh. But they also started their own studio called, oh, I'm going to forget now, Impul... 
Oh, I don't know. They, but they also they're making their own studio, and and but it's the interesting thing is is that it's in Santa Monica, which is where Sony's big development houses are too. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa Monica Studios, they yeah, do the God of War games. Yep, exactly. And so it's very interesting to be able to say, hey, we're opening a studio, and it's going to be big, and we're going to dump a ton of money in it. If you want to come make really innovative new games on a cool new platform. We're hiring. And so that may be a kind of like shot across the bow, like, hey, you've worked at Sony for a while. Do you want to come make cool stuff over here at Microsoft? So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Are we done with that one? Yes. Okay. The initiative. (laughs) That's what it's called. The initiative. Gotcha. Um, All right. See if Thieves getting two new expansions, hopefully with something to do. Vinny is very excited about these. I'm sure they are. Uh, They're coming in July, so not far from now, and then again in September. So Cursed Sales is July. Forsaken Shores is in September. Um, Yeah. The thing I'm most excited about this. I need to get back into it so I can play it more. The thing that annoyed me the most was the same. It was the same enemies every single time. See, and I think this is what you're going to like is that I'm not sure which one of these. I think it's the Forsaken Shores update, I think, but don't don't like quote me on that. Okay. Is going to add uh, skeleton driven ships. So you'll be able to have ship to ship combat without having to attack those other guys. And so you'll actually be able to experience that, that I mean, to me, that's one of the funnest parts of sea of thieves is like ship to ship combat. And you'll be able to do that by attacking skeleton ships and having skeleton ships attack you. See, that's cool. Cause I played, I mean, I probably got four or five hours into that game and I never once Never once saw another uh, player's ship. Really? Never. Oh, yeah, they're not as. I think I saw a lot, a lot more of them in the beta than I do in the not beta post release. Okay. So, I uh, I'm very excited about skeleton ships, and I to me this is kind of like I'm going to play Sea of Thieves the same way I played Destiny, where hey, I got into Destiny, I played a little bit, and it was super fun, and I got to the kind of the end of the content and said like, hey, I'll just put this on the shelf for now, and I'm going to wait six months, and then I'm going to come back, and there's going to be all sorts of new stuff to do, and you know maybe that's you know, maybe that's in July when Cursed Sale comes out. Maybe that's in September when Forsaken Shores comes out. But whenever that happens, I'm able to get back in and play for 15 hours ago. Like, that was great. And then wait another six months. Like, that's fine. Like, I can play ESO in the middle. Yeah. And if you don't have um, Game Pass, which is you can where you can find Sea of Thieves uh, for including your membership, yep. it's actually on sale right now still. Oh, nice. Yeah, for $36 on Amazon at least – it's on sale right now. It's a good deal. So you should maybe grab it if yeah. you've got an Xbox and you want to play. It's fun. It really is. All right. Prey is getting tons of new modes and DLC. I've never played Prey. I played uh, maybe the first hour of it. Which in which is this like? Is this a survival game? It's is it kind a, of like a, a like? Uh, it's kind of kind of a horror element to it. Um, it's got kind of a survival element to it. Um, it's interesting. It's a, and I can't speak too much to it because, like I said, I didn't play a lot, but it's also got a lot of that kind of immersive gameplay where, you know, like, hey, I spill some stuff on the ground and then I light it on fire to kill enemies and, and that kind of thing. You have a lot of, you know, there's a different, a lot of different ways to beat every level. So, you know, I can climb up this wall using my glue gun and go through this door that I couldn't reach any other way. And it's a lot of just like that kind of emergent gameplay. Um, I wasn't super Jones with the content, uh, like the, I'm sorry, the combat in it. Um, 
but it was good enough that I'd like to give it another try. Uh, I don't know if the, the demo really gave me enough to, to try it out, but they released a ton of stuff um, for a game that Bethesda had kind of looked like they were just like, well, we set it out and it did okay, and maybe that's the last of it. They uh, are releasing a ton of free stuff. So there's a uh, replayable roguelike called uh, Moon Crash that uh, you're fighting to escape uh, a moon base with a bunch of enemy encounters and loot and challenges and so on and so so forth that changes every single time and you know has permadeath and all that kind of stuff um so if you don't have the season pass that's 20 bucks um there's three free updates uh a story mode which is a casual way to play the game through narrative which might be more my jam right um i wasn't super excited about the combat i I, i'm such a huge fan of those story mode kind of like makes everything a little bit easier makes it just so i can kind of walk through without having to die a bunch um there's a survival mode if you're the opposite end of that (laughs) like a a huge challenge Mm -mm. um and uh there is also a new game plus so if you've already beaten it you can go through again and get uh new stuff different stuff, all that kind of thing. And then there's going to be a multiplayer update called Typhoon Hunter um, that's going to come out this summer. So, uh, And this one actually sounds kind of cool. So the, the kind of plot of this game is you're fighting these aliens called Mimics, and the Mimics can become anything. So you'll come into a room and go, it it's actually has a very dead spacey kind of thing, like where right. you go like... I think there's something in this room. <laughs> What's out of place? Oh, why is that mug upside down on the desk? And all of a sudden you'll go up to that mug and all of a sudden it turns into these like black face hugging alien critters with all these legs and they'll just jump right at you and you've got to like beat them to death with a wrench. And so uh, it's a game where uh, you are a human and then th- the people you're playing against are all mimics. So you have to, to hunt down the mimics, which uh, sounds pretty cool. And it's going to have a VR mode too. So That's, wow. Yeah. They really, really, for a game, like I said, that I think everyone thought was just like, well, that didn't work. Wasn't this the game that came out and wasn't there another game that had uh pray for the gods or something? That was okay. There was so another was game the called pray. No. And this is actually not the original. So there okay. was another game owned by Bethesda called pray that had this kind of native American spiritual world, world thing. thing. Like okay. 2000. 10, it I'm was say. one of the first Xbox 360 games. Yeah, so maybe 2008 even. And they released it and it just kind of went away and then they were like, we're going to do this It was this a really one. cool game, but yeah, they just used the same name and, and made a completely different game. And literally the reason why was they're like, we already own the IP. We already own all the copyrights. Not that many people remember this old game. Well, let's why not? Let's, just, then we don't have to sure. do all the like copyright searching and trademark <laughs> searching. We already own all this why stuff not, for it. Right? Why not? It's, it's in the file cabinet game. somewhere in Bill's office. Uh-huh, but let's, exactly. It's, let's whatever. It's weird. But uh, no, this is a game that you can pick it up super, super, super cheap right now, too. Um, I yeah, mean, it's $19.99. It's yeah. like $19 on Amazon. I if just, you're a uh, game fly subscriber, like I almost picked it up last week for like 15 bucks or 10 bucks or something. Instead, That's I bought Final deal. Fantasy 15 today. Oh, on, oh, okay. Uh, from Gamefly. And because like every three months you're a subscriber, right. you get five bucks off. I got Final Fantasy 15 today for $7. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> nice. Good job. I got it for the low, low price of 79 Yeah, you bought like the that? special fancy edition. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I'm going to play it, which is why I'm like, seven bucks. That's a good deal. Or I mean, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to play it enough to. Uh, yeah. I have a hard time imagining myself finishing that game, but I might play it I enough. I think Kevin came really close. To, I think he got close to finishing it. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple of our friends I know finished it. They really liked it. I mean, they keep I might be able to do. I might it. be willing to do the like, hey, I finished this without being a bunch of side quests, kind of mainline Final Fantasy 15, you know, spend 30 hours on it instead right. of 70. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You play them for more than seven minutes. I consider it a win. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it was $7. It's yeah, a buck right. a minute. 
Right. I mean, that's cheaper than some, some VR stuff I've yep. seen. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, or some R things. Uh, right. <laughs> Reality things? Yeah. yeah. Um, God of War, my current game of the year. Have you beaten it yet? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you beat it. Yeah, I beat so, it. But so. I still need to go back. There's a thing you're supposed to do that Jose that we work with, uh, he's like, have you gone back to the house yet? Oh, yeah, that's like, what you're no, saying, yeah. Evidently, I need to go back to the house. I was going to do that last night, but then I started playing Dead Space. I keep going house. into play God of War, Me and too. my game is like I, I stupidly agreed to watch a bunch of my my kid and a bunch of his friends while all the moms went out to a movie, kind of some sort of girls' night out kind of thing. And it was cool. I actually set up a bunch of Xboxes and TVs in my house. And they all played Sea of Thieves and whatever. But while they were doing that, I was playing God of War on my second PS4 and so like had to do the like push to the cloud and pull down from it mm-hmm. and whatever and I, I haven't pushed it back the other way and so every night I go to sit down I'm like okay God of War ah crap this isn't my newest save and I'm way too lazy to like get up and go in another you room do it remotely from you your can, phone or anything no you can just play a different game uh, and, <laughs> and that's what I do every night I play a different game <laughs> um, well God of War is adding a new game plus mode so uh, if you thought that give me God of War mode just wasn't hard enough for Oof. you. Well, come on back. We got a new one for you. You can play New Game Plus not on not on super hard mode either. Well, it says, and this is what I read. Uh, it says, have you ever imagined? So the blog post from Sony uh, says that have you ever imagined the first test of strength defying battle, strength defying battle with Balder while adorning the Valkyrie armor on Kratos? That would be amazing because that first battle is pretty incredible. He literally just said a bunch of things that yeah, yeah. don't make any sense. I mean, I've played this game. Well, uh, I I know what they're talking about. All right. Um, you can with the new game plus. How about a fully upgraded Leviathan axe at the start of the game? Yes, please. <laughs> I would like that. That will also be possible. And quite frankly, you may need it. New game plus won't be won't just be a sunny stroll through Midgard. So that leads me to believe yeah. that yeah, you can bring all your old stuff. Yeah, you can upgrade all your crap and start with it. But you're gonna need it because Ugh. it's gonna be hard. Because I'm I've watched Kevin go through the Gimme God of War mode, and they get the battles and the enemies get easier actually as he goes on because he's upgrading he gets his stronger, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that the enemies. Um, the enemy's health and and whatever scales as quickly as yours does, obviously. Um, but especially in the the hardest mode possible, that just kind of blows me away that they wouldn't keep that scaling of difficulty to match your yeah. scaling. Yeah. Except you're not whatever. supposed to be like a. You're supposed to get more powerful as you go, though. Like you yeah. become this just, just god by the end of the game, and like you crush everything. Yeah. I think that's kind of the idea with God. I mean, I War. get it. But it's anyway. kind of backwards to most games, though, because yeah. most games it, you're challenged up to the end more and more and more and more and more and more. Right. However, I mean, some games you're supposed to just get so buff that by the end of it, you by crush the them under like, the weight of your biceps. You're the- <laughs> That's how I was at the end of Skyrim. Yeah. Like my character was I, I could punch dragons to death. It was yeah. awesome. You could punch a dragon? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why would you punch a dragon? Well, because you're the that was what you did. That he, game. he got a bonus to unarmed. So yeah. if you just punched him. It would do more damage. Yeah. Has so much strength and so much. I mean, the skills. That's the funny thing about RPGs is like math makes really weird things happen in the game <laughs> because, like, if you get all these bonuses to like your hands, you actually are right. stronger with your hands and your strength than you would be with like wielding a sword. I That's guess crazy. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Wow. It was. It was mostly. I just had like super 
buffed armor and super buffed stats, and so you didn't have to punch a dragon I death, but you could. Right. But yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, so that post wraps up with saying, in new game plus mode for God of War, you'll start a new game with many upgrades you had from the completion of your last main quest, like armor, pommels, talismans, and more. Except your your strength to open or kick down doors remains the same. Because, <laughs> yeah, that is the one thing about the God of War games. It's like, this is Kratos. He is a god. He is all-powerful. La, 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 la. He can't open a door. No. To a wooden cabin that is clearly rotting away. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's going to be fun forever. Like uh, all right. Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2 maps are coming to Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 4. I love that so much. It's, what gets me the most is that they're taking the maps. Like, that's fine. Cool. Because, like, I remember I played Black Ops 1 and 2 a lot. Mm-hmm. I haven't played the third and fourth one. I played the third one for probably about an hour, maybe. I don't know. For that long. The maps are great. Like, those older Call of Duty maps are classic. I find it strange that they're coming to Black Ops 3 and 4. Yeah. Not, they're not coming to the most new modern game. They're actually introducing these old maps into two different games yeah, yeah, that yeah. are both two years apart from right. each other as it is. Like That's strange. The, the good news is, I guess, if you're super into those... I've never played a Black Ops I game. I have not either. Ever. Black Ops 3 actually became... And I don't know. We we're going to talk about this later, but we'll talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Ops 3 became a like surprise PS Plus game. So Black Ops 3 is free right now um, on PS Plus if you want to go get it. Oh, so I yeah. I, I, I That'd be awesome those. if shooters were playable with a PS4 controller. Ugh. Wow, y'all are hard. So, Scuff Gaming, the people that make super expensive PlayStation controllers. Oh, that controller is awesome. Have you used it? I've not. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're like 150 bucks. It's 200 bucks. Oh, well, there's that. But it's shaped just like an Xbox controller. Mm -hmm. I want one really, really, really bad, but it's $200. Just play my Xbox. Right? With my. Xbox controller. controller. Yeah. Or we could all just convince Sony to switch on freaking crossplay. God, that'd Wouldn't be, that be great? That'd be magic. Absolutely magic. Mm. All I'm saying is I remember when I booted up my PS3 for the first time when they finally introduced this cool like trigger button on the controllers. Like, oh, the PS3 controllers have trigger buttons now. That's so cool. And I put in Resistance Fall of Man because that game looked so great. I was so excited to play it. And they mapped the dang trigger to R1. <laughs> The yeah. bumper, yeah. I don't remember. I didn't That's play that game. Stupid. It is I, stupid. You <laughs> added a trigger, and then you didn't map the trigger to the trigger. To the trigger. Yeah. You mapped it to R one, and I'm like, this is dumb. I quit. It's not my thing. But I want one of those Xbox controllers, now. man. I get. I think the thing is, is that would mean I, that would mean my controller would cost almost as much as my, right. my second play is too. Yeah. Just, yeah. I bought my PlayStation Four for two hundred bucks yeah. during Christmas time. I paid like two thirty for mine. Yeah, so like. like Am I the only one who pays full price for crap around here? No, I, 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 paid, I, <laughs> I paid $500 for my Xbox One X, and then I paid like $400 for my Xbox One S. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like the PlayStation controller. No, I, I, I like I, the controller, but not for like shooters. Like, I don't mind playing like platformers. I don't on, like it for uh, anything. PS4 controller. I don't like it, but. Well, anyway. Um, Speaking of shooters, Destiny 2. Uh, Forsaken is got a release date and a gameplay trailer. So, um, which if it, the gameplay trailer, I'm sure it looks like Destiny. So there's that. It did, yeah. It looks surprise. Yeah, well, except okay. except that they they uh, they killed Cade Six in it. 
I, Nathan Fillion's character is dead, yo. I didn't watch it. Oh, well, if you droid? haven't watched it yet, Cade Six is dead. I don't which believe is that. Cr- Bungie confirms that he is actually truly dead, which I to me is that. stupid. Like, he is the best character in that game. I've Unless Nathan Fillion was like, nope, I'm done. Don't want to do it anymore. I've, Kill him. I have no idea why they would what do if, that. What if he did say, you know what? Yeah, I'm done. And that was, they were just like, well, we're going to put this giant middle finger in our trailer uh-huh. where you die. Yep. <laughs> oh, that would suck. Anyway, um, in addition to that, Destiny's in a trailer. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, maybe it'll be in the game too. I mean, so I'm that sure. Is, but that's weird. You like well, that's a payoff that you get for playing the game, <laughs> yeah. not for. A trailer. I don't think it's a payoff. Like, the pay- well, like when a character yeah. dies, that's a big moment. Yeah. Like you so, expect to to experience that. So I've got a feeling that the experience you're going to get is like, oh, his his intelligence was actually put into Could some be. other thing, yeah. and they're going to bring him back into some other whatever. Because isn't, yeah. is, isn't he a robot? Well, no, well, I mean, he's a robot, but so is my character in Destiny. <laughs> yeah, but he's so. a sentient robot. He's not. He's not like a robot robot. He's well, a. Yeah, he's a. Is he a bender unit? He's not a bender <laughs> unit. He's like an alien that happens to be mechanical. Is he clank? He's clank. <laughs> BB eight. <laughs> um. So Destiny two. Uh, Forsaken. That is coming. Where is that? Where is uh, it coming? So that is the the new expansion. Um, inter- the kind of interesting thing about how Destiny is doing this, though, is so like, like it's it, but it's like a paid expansion. Even if you bought the, the season pass, yeah. So like, like I whatever. owned the Destiny Two season pass, and that got you all of the content that's been released, kind of up to now. Warmind, Curse of Osiris. Yep. And so now they're coming back and saying like, all right, season two's up. That's uh, going to be another seventy dollars. <laughs> Seventy dollars yeah, full price. So, Actually, it's more than full price. Wow. Yeah. So you'll get Forsaken, the Forsaken expansion, um, and then the Black Army Armory expansion, Winter twenty eighteen, Joker's Wild expansion, Spring twenty nineteen, and Penumbra Summer twenty nineteen. So that's season two. So the good news is, is you've got four expansion packs to look forward to coming out over the next you know little about a year yeah i want to say well i want to say that they said they were going to push out the expansions for this one like every two months yeah it was and, boom 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 and you know the way i kind of look at that is like yeah it sucks that you buy a season pass and that's not actually a season pass i don't really remember that you know little asterisk next to my season pass when i bought it of like hey here's all the free content right for now right um, well i think what they're i think it's they're they're like putting it more like okay this was dlc mm-hmm. and this is a full-on expansion to me though which like i think is personally i think is the same thing but to, but to me like this is the this is the wow model this is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know Let's see where they're going with it i i understand why they're doing it and i'm actually 100 percent okay with it because new content costs money right um if you want to take a game and and you want to make a bunch of new levels and you want to make a bunch of new guys and you want to make a bunch of new weapons you want to make a, mostly environments like those environments are huge and expensive it costs money, and you can't do that off of sixty bucks and loot boxes that everyone pissed, is pissed off about. So, <laughs> for sure, you know, now, seventy dollars though it's expensive. Expensive. That I'm, I'm, I'm fine with however much they charge, but I'm just saying that's a that's a large expectation it is. when you're going to say yeah. you over the next year you get seventy dollars worth of content. I'm nervous to say they actually pay that off. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess it depends on how much you like Destiny right. too. You know, yeah, that, like, and you're that's, not the that's a high fan. bar. I yeah. know it's like any game. Like I'm like Rainbow Six does the same thing. They don't give you as probably as much content, but every year you have a year pass. It's thirty dollars. You get all the new operators and all this new stuff that they well, do see, for that's that year. Fine. But like, see that that price is really easy to swallow. I know every three months for seven dollars and fifty cents, I'm going to get 
a couple new operators to play the game and however they tweak they add the map they do some new cosmetics stuff comes to the game whatever um it's an easy pill to swallow yeah. 70 dollars over a year seems it's expensive it's a yeah. lot uh forsaken comes out on september 4th uh which is actually my anniversary oh congratulations i know in the future. right in, in the, the future. future so yeah i mean yeah it's oh. expensive but i'll probably end up buying it yeah because i like <laughs> destiny well maybe I'll be I'll be in Europe when it comes out, so yeah, so you can. I'll come back and go. I just spent a lot of money. I don't need a new video game. I'll, I'll be at uh, PAX, so right. I'll go like, oh, I just saw a lot of video games. <laughs> yeah, I don't need this one. All right, so there's that. Nintendo reveal. Okay, try it again. Start over. Nintendo reveals the Pokeball Plus. Pokeball Plus. This thing's coming at you. This thing's adorable. Yeah, well, and it kind of reminds me of the Pokemon Go wrist thing, where that that was like it worked when you were not looking at your phone yeah it's it's real nifty i mean it is literally a pokeball with a wrist strap thank god because otherwise i can't imagine <laughs> like a people are, and it comes back. It, people chucking this right into their tvs i mean i guarantee you that the second this comes out you're going to get 10 videos on youtube oh, like i broke my hd tv trying to catch a squirrelax <laughs> There's no actually any TV after the Pokemon and, and didn't catch uh-huh. it. Yeah, and I didn't catch it, exactly. Uh, but I mean, literally, it's got a button and you like mimic throwing it. Yep. And it, I guess it connects via like Bluetooth, Bluetooth or magic thing, yeah. or something. Or magic. And whatever. <laughs> and magic. it lights up and it's got sounds and you can take it with you. And I, I think it actually will sync into the Go game as well. Yeah, I don't you can know. use it for, with your phone and everything. It's real. It, I, I don't want to say it's cool. Like, this is not an accessory I will be purchasing. <laughs> but how cool would that Famous be? Famous last word. No. Until I you mean, finally play a Pokemon game, you're like, I get it. I um, have a friend who works somewhere named that rhymes with Nintendo. <laughs> so, I mean. I, I don't know how much they're going to cost. I did not find that out. I, th- I want to say it was 30 bucks or 40 bucks. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, let's I think see. that's what I saw. That sounds, that's fun. That sounds. I would do it. Why not? I'm not even a Pokemon fan. I've actually never played like a main, like a core Pokemon game. Like the game. real Pokemon game. I have not. I've never played a fake one. I guess I played a little, little, little teeny bit yeah. of uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. That's a fake Pokemon it game. It was oh. fun. It's it was fun. So lame. Oh, whatever. I enjoyed the crap out of it. So did Kevin for about $60. <laughs> um, all right. So to wrap up news while you're looking that up, uh, one thing that was mentioned kind of in the news was Sony may or may not be introducing downloadable uh, option, a download option for their game service, which is called PlayStation now. So as of now, you need to have a pretty beefy internet connection and deal with some latency kind of issues because that's just, you're going to have that when you're streaming a game, you're just going to have some kind of latency, whether it's super, super small or not, it's going to be there. So the way to fix that obviously is to download it. And Sony hasn't confirmed it one way or another, but in some updated uh, versions and files on certain people's PlayStation units, they were seeing in the PlayStation Now service the option to download uh, the game, but they couldn't do it. So, and I'm not sure if it's still in there or not. I haven't gone in to check Check. to see if that option is still like kind of popping up, but ghosted. Um, So I think it's kind of, I think they've got to, but I guess the question is, is how that, I guess that's only for PS4 games because there's no backwards compatibility on PlayStation. That was one of the things. It's like, what does that mean? 
Yeah. So how many are, are there a lot of PlayStation 4 games on PS now? No, I don't think there's that many. I got I wanted, the impression it was like was 10 20. or 20. Yeah, yeah. it was like 20. And so I mean so so that but then that means the question has to be asked, does that mean that they're working on some kind of backwards compatibility for these games because I think they have to. At this point they have to cuz uh, Xbox is just killing, killing it. it. Yep. It's so great. Like and I what I I watched some trailer for some terrible Xbox game, like OG Xbox. Yeah, game. Yeah. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to play it, oh. but it's cool that I could. My brother's playing KOTOR or was playing KOTOR. It's an original Xbox game. He's like, it doesn't look fantastic, but it looks looks better than you think it would. You know, right. Fallout 3, you know, Dead Space, they both look pretty dang good. Dead Space, so, Dead Space looks yeah. incredible. Yeah, That's Fallout 3, it, same thing. It looked really good. Like, you know, same thing you mentioned. Like, a couple animations are a little weird. A couple of, like, textures seemed big. Like, things yeah. that weren't as maybe intricate as they would be nowadays mm-hmm. but it looked real good it's just i'm watching i'm playing dead space a 10 year old game on a 75 inch 4k hdr yep. tv yep and i'm not even lying like the only thing that makes me go oh yeah this is a last gen game is some of the character models yep. faces yep and their animations other than that it's pretty good it looks fantastic yeah. it's so, uh I, if sony I has what those to are that are chasing you around. sony has to figure this out for the ps5 too like if if yeah. the ps5 comes out is not backwards compatible to ps4 minimum people will be up people are gonna be pissed yeah um so but anyway so yeah i'm curious to see what that thing means it be in very the, uh, playstation now um the pokeball is either no price we don't know yet or 50 dollars. so well, i guess it depends on I'm who you paying. believe on the internet yeah 50 bucks no way 30 maybe spot for me like, yeah like that's i'd have yeah. to really 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 like the pokemon game but that also kind of like i don't know do you ever were you a big guitar hero guy nope oh yeah me too <laughs> except every once in a while i'm like man i just want to sit down and play this game for a little while like i don't want to stand up and play this video game any longer like i've been standing for two hours it was real awkward to sit down with and that seems like a like the pokeball oh i was all about the classical sitting guitar <laughs> hero playing like that's how you that's where your <laughs> real <laughs> speed comes from yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> There you go. But the Pokeball seems to me like that's like a standing up thing. I don't know if I want to stand up and play Pokemon. I don't know. We'll see. I'm lazy. I'll sit down. I'm going to sit down and play Wii Tennis. (laughs) (laughs) It'll get you up and moving on your butt. It's good. All right. Well, there's all your news. Thank you for looking all that stuff up, Cliff. You're welcome. You almost thanked somebody for something that didn't mean. It's what I do. All right. We have questions. So, Captain Insano, Justin, I'm I'm not going to attempt to say your guys last names yeah i'm just not justin's is pretty easy it's just solace i'm pretty sure solace salus yeah. salas crap you're right so come on uh, i'm not i'm right. not even Sala, gonna try the s is silent no it could be all of what though. if it's sass what if the l's not even there Sias. anyway so um so john eddie and that guy um, What's going on? Well, if any would like to know, what game got you the most excited out of all of E3? Mm, uh, there were a lot of them. Yeah. Like, I, I watched E3 and just saw my bank account just like, <laughs> ka-ching, there's $60. Ka-ching, there's $60. Ka-ching, there's $60. It was... It was bad. I didn't worry about my bank account going away because my most favorite game was Ori and the Will of the Wisp, yeah. and it comes on Game Pass. I'm, I'm actually very, very excited about that because there were a lot of games that were the same for me. Like, yeah. I, I'm kind of interested in Crackdown now because it's going to be a Game Pass game, and it looks and it a looks lot better. so much better. Yeah. Um, I'm super interested in Ori. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the one that I – the one that if I was like, okay, I'm going to pre-purchase a game today – um, would probably be Fallout 76. Okay. Just because it's coming out relatively soon. It comes out like two days before my birthday. 
Um, it's a game that I will probably pre-buy to get into the beta, which is Xbox exclusive for a little bit. Uh, oh, what? It is, yeah. So get Fancy. that game on the Xbox. Um, also, because that's where I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Fallout 76 is probably that game for me. It's close enough to be like real. Um, like I can get excited about 2019 games, but that's, right. that's a but- long time in the future from now. So, yeah. I'm excited about that, though. I'm excited. Honestly, Ori, that's just duh. Um, so I'm not even going to pretend that was anything but my most favorite. So I watched the Ori video again, and Ori now has a digging, like, underground mechanic and a, um, like, a, a grappling mechanic. Well, didn't he have a grappling thing? He did not. Oh, he could do that to enemies. Yeah. Like, he could, like, kind of... He kind of yeah, zoop through them. Yeah. yeah. They, they've they said that they're, they're, what they want to do with Ori is have that momentum feeling. You know, at the end of Ori, where you just, like, you barely touch the ground. Because yeah. you're just well, like, like zip, zip, where zip, you're zip. trying to get out of the, the tree that's yeah. filling up with water. Like, you just go and go and go, and you just yeah. go and go zip, and build. Zip, zip. They want yeah. that feeling, like, the entire game. They want oh. you to constantly be feeling like you're going and, and moving quickly and zipping. And I'm very excited. Zip, zap, zowie. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's good. Um, Fallout 76. I'm really excited for, and I honestly think I'm pretty pumped about Anthem. Anthem, uh, the Division Two. I'm very excited about the Division Two. I'm excited two. about that. I, th- I th- honestly think though, Anthem, as far as like big, major, massive games that yeah. everybody's hearing, looks about, really good. That's I think, and that's it's close. I'm, February is close. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to yeah, that one. Same. Um, other than Fallout, I guess um, to be unique, I guess I would pick Crackdown Three. Yeah. Because I've I've always been a huge fan of that, and I don't I never I haven't been following it because I just don't I don't do that for games. I try not to get pumped because I got burned too many times on like being excited about GTA and then yeah. GTA getting pushed back a year. Like yeah. it happened too many times. I just don't even pay attention until <laughs> games like come out, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play this game now. Um, so I don't I don't remember watching it being like, oh no. They're killing Crackdown, and now Cliff says it's better. Like yeah. I try to just avoid all of that, and I'm just gonna say I I'm excited for Crackdown three, and then um, Dying Light two would probably be my other my other pick because I there was a lot of promise in the first game, and if they do anything to just improve what was a good game and make mm-hmm. it, yep. I guess just a little more modern. And yeah. now I'm excited about Just Cause four too. Um, just because I've never played a Just I've Cause game. I haven't either, but they're supposed to be just like insane ultimate, explosion ultimate rodeos. Game. You yeah, know? You, weren't you, you're the one talking about yeah. that. Like, that's the one where you like latch onto a car. You can and grappling hook onto anything. Yeah. And launch off cars, moving cars, yeah. and parachuting. And I own the third one. I should boot it up because yeah. it sounds fun. So it's almost, Is it like a GTA meets uh, Far Cry? Yeah, but to the next level, like, because it's like you have a grappling hook. Like Saints Row meets Far Cry. Yeah, exactly. You have a grappling hook. So it's like, what can you do with the grappling hook? I can grapple onto this car as it's moving, and now it's pulling me. So now it launches me in the air because I pull out my parachute, and now I grapple onto this car and pull onto the bad guy's car and then, like, shoot him out of the car, jump in the car, run the car off a a ramp and then shoot my grappling hook onto a helicopter. Now pull myself up to the helicopter and punch those guys out the window. Now get me now I'm in the helicopter and now I fly the helicopter down. I crash into the building, like send it towards this like camp. And then I'm going to parachute out of it again. Cause apparently I've unlimited packed parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically Michael Bay does grand theft auto. Yeah. I like yeah. It. And the character looks like someone out of a Robert Rodriguez movie. So nice. it's like, you're like this, I guess badass Latino style. I yeah. I think right. it's I think it's more South American set. Interesting. Um, right. like 
two Uzis and you're just like, nice. <laughs> Spider-Man looks good too. I am into it. Oof. Yeah, Spider-Man's going to be cool. So many Great. games. So many games. All right. And also, uh, do you think if Microsoft takes the lead in the next-gen console generation, uh, do you think they're going to be as pro-gamer as they are now? Or do you think that they might kind of go the way uh, Sony is where they're like, no, you can't play with us? I think that... I guess two things like one thing in the me and my brother were talking about this the other day, like in the Sony versus Microsoft, who's winning war. Like the one thing you've got to remember is that if Microsoft really, 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 really cared about winning this war, like Microsoft as a company can buy Sony as a company with like the pocket change in their couch. Right. Uh, Microsoft is worth as a company. 10, 12, 13 times the amount that Sony does. Um, Microsoft is on their way to being a trillion dollar company. Wow. And my, and Sony's worth about $60 billion. Like, yeah, Sony actually, I mean, Sony loses money yeah. in certain divisions. Yeah. You know, like within their, their PlayStation division is profitable, but it's one of the very few right. divisions that is. And so, I mean, you hear all the time about companies getting bought out for $60 billion or $85 billion. Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney's looking to buy Fox right now for $60 billion. So there is really no reason that if Microsoft really, really wanted to win this war, they couldn't just say like, hey, we're purchasing you and now we make TVs too. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, would they do that? No, probably not. But they could. So, you know, console war. Yeah, I guess if you count, you know, like Sony, like chucking rocks at Microsoft. Um, Have they sold more? Yes, they have. Does Microsoft care? No, not at all. They're making money off this vision. They're good with it. So, you know, whatever. Do I think they will turn evil next generation if they somehow start selling more? No, I don't think so. I think Phil Spencer is a guy who, as as long as Phil Spencer is the the CEO of their gaming division or whatever his his title is, I think he is pro gaming. I think he is relatively anti exclusive. Um, it'll be interesting to see how those five new mm-hmm. studios play out. But those a lot of those games have been Xbox exclusives anyway, so it's not right. like we're making new things and taking them away from PlayStation. Right. It's like, you know, Forza has always been Xbox exclusive. The Fable games have always been. State of Decay has always been. So it's really just more of the same bringing those things in-house to be able to control quality right. and give them money. Um, yeah, I think, well, I think, I think Microsoft or Xbox, whatever in general, or specifically has talked too much of a game about yep. being so pro gamer and wanting this and wanting that. I don't think they have a choice they can't go when back. it comes to the next generation. If they end up taking the lead, yeah. they have to stick to their guns. They have to stick to what they said. Otherwise they will, they won't win the console yeah. war that generation. But, I, but I think that also that they've, they've shown that too. They've made a commitment to backwards compatibility. They've made a commitment to game pass. They've made yeah, a commitment they said to cross play. They've made a commitment to, I mean like cross play, like people don't think about it and it doesn't affect everyone, but getting a game for free on a system when you buy another, the same game on another system is pretty awesome. Yeah. Like and the way it should be. Yeah. And <laughs> the way it should be. But I mean, really that's the way it should be. Right. Um, and to me, in my observation, it's just Xbox and Microsoft has already, they've already seen what the future is and yep. they're just going that direction. So for them to make a a villain turn, like it's not going to happen because that's just not their direction. It's like yeah. they already see, foresee what the future of video games is and that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And like being a villain doesn't work out in that equation. And, and it seems pretty unlikely too that 
they like that an order would come from on high on my in Microsoft. Um, I'm going to say six months ago, um, Phil Spencer was actually promoted to a higher position that actually gave him a seat on the like Microsoft has division managers. Um, and so they which you know puts you at a level right below their their president and CEO. And he was actually promoted into that group. So he actually has a seat at that like super high level strategy planning table now that he didn't have before. And so I think that, you know, first of all, it shows that Microsoft is committed to the Xbox, but it also shows that they're not going to say, well, hey, Phil, this is what you got to do now. And he's going to have to say, okay, well, the, the important people told me so. He's one of those people now. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think yeah, that's that's our answer. Yes. Thank you, Vanny. Or no. Yes or no, no or yes. Whatever. No, I think they're gonna yes, the Microsoft good, guys is good people. baby face. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh next is Eddie. Eddie. Car- <laughs> Eddie. How you doing, Eddie? Cousin Eddie. <laughs> um, Eddie, I think your last name looks extremely awesome. I'm just not gonna butcher it for you. So Carvajal? I sure. I was gonna go with Carvajal. I don't think there's any other way. Or it could be unless he's Carvajal. from some exotic country. I, don't I would know. like it to be. Eddie. I don't think it's Carvajal. Probably not, but I would like it to be Eddie Car- Carvel, Carvajal, like Carvel Ooh. ice cream cakes. Carvajal. Are those ones that are shaped like whales? It's one of the yeah. I have heard those are that. really good, but I've never East lived Coast thing. anywhere that has them. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. Yeah. Um. All right, Eddie. Uh, he wants to know which E3 titles are day one games for all three of you. Oof. Yeah, kind of covered it. Kind of covered it, but to man. Agree, but uh, for me, it is going to be Anthem, Fallout 76, Spider-Man 4, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna not jump on that one right away just because I played The Witcher 3 and I like it. I love it. It's great. It's just way, it's a lot of game. It's for a me. lot of game. It's a so. lot of game. Yeah. Um, the Division 2 very well maybe for me. Um, I enjoy, I got so much enjoyment out of the first one. That also might be one. Right? It just depends on when is division two coming out? Uh, is that like early next year? Let, let me, let me it, look at my list. Like Christmas this year. Uh, March of next year. March of next year. Okay. There's going to be enough time between Fallout 76 and that, that, yeah, yeah. that I can probably but Anthem do that. comes but out Anthem like three weeks earlier. Right so, uh, um, Kingdom Hearts 3 probably will be for me. Never played one. Um, Metro Exodus might be, although that comes out the same day as Anthem, so probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, Tunic will be for me. Um, that's that cute mouse Zelda game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looks like super cute. Um, Ori, definitely. Uh, Rage 2 might be. Rage 2 yeah. looks real good. Looks real good. I don't know. Uh, I mean, and now we're getting way out there. Wolfenstein 2 probably, or Wolfenstein 3, whatever whatever it's called. The the new Wolfenstein where you play is his twins. Like, yeah, I've, I have loved yeah. those games. So that, that may be. And, you know, like, day one, like, maybe, maybe, like, day 14 when they drop to $45. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Um, Skull and Bones, that pirate game. But that looks that looked interesting. Looks real good. Dope. Uh, Trials know? Rising probably will be. The bike? That, oh, I love the I Trials like games the trials so much, games, man. I, I guess but that's they're like funny twenty to bucks me. too. Uh, are they? I, oh yeah, yeah, they're super cheap. Oh, I need I to didn't. go play one of those. The Trials games are so good, I've and this one's got like I've never actually played them. This yet. one's got like some cool multiplayer stuff to it. Like me and my brother used to play them together all the time. We haven't really been able to. And so if it has like multiplayer stuff, like that might be a thing. How about The Last of Us Two? Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Girls kissing and stabbing people. Like, I don't care about the girls kissing. Nah, I just want some more. I just want some more badassery. With I just want those animations, yo. God. Like if I, yeah, because that game cow. looks as great as it looked 
Mm, right? It looks so good. That game looks absolutely Seriously. amazing. What do you think about Death Stranding? Yes or no? Um, it has to come out to go yeah. on day one. <laughs> right? I need to know what day one is supposed to it be. It probably won't even release on day one. It'll I want to know what game like it's going to be on day seven. <laughs> <laughs> the first game not to release on day one. <laughs> Spider-Man? Uh, oh, yeah. I said Spider-Man. Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that one. Yeah. Dylan, Smash? Any, huh? Smash, um, Super Smash, Smash Bros, no. Mario Tennis, Overcooked Two, and Last of Us Two. Well, Mario Those Tennis, are the only four. Isn't Mario Tennis out? It's on out on Friday. So everyone, oh. Friday, if the podcast is out Thursday tomorrow, Mario Tennis Day, get it. Play some tennis. I would like to Switch. remind everyone too: if you go to our website, bitemepodcast.com, we do have the complete list of E3 games with videos and release dates. Because we're basically going over it again right now. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> God, there's so many good games though. I'm just like, I, I can't. Oh, I you know, I might even. actually uh, pick up Octopath Traveler. I, uh, I think I might do that. Was kind of into that game until I read yesterday that the mainline quests are like 60 hours, and mm-hmm. that the game's 100 hours, and then said, nope. <laughs> Like, it's a cool game, but, like, there's no way I'm playing 60 hours of Octopath Traveler. Yeah, but it's one of those games where it's, like, you've got that much content. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm like, if that game ever gets super cheap, but it's a Switch game, so it'll never get super cheap. Well, and there's no DLC coming for it either. Yeah. Because they said we wanted to release a complete game. Yeah. Which is kind of like Shots fired. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If, uh... If I ever beat Zelda, maybe I'll pick that up as my second, like, takes a million hours games. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, any other games, Dylan, on day nope, one for you? Four. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, thank you for the question, Eddie. Val. That wasn't even a word. That was just a noise. I'm sorry. No disrespect. I talk for a living, so it's like a deflating balloon. All right. I'm going to try this one. John Tysinger. What if the T is silent? Definitely Tysinger. Tysinger. Tysinger? Whatever. Tysinger? Tysinger. I, I like he, he, Tysinger. Goes, he, he walks around and just lights guys' he, ties on fire. He always forgets he's wearing a tie events. when he bends over the dinner table. And he on the I, lo- I really like this question, though. This is a good um, question. Now, is this Crawdad? No. Okay. No, this is Ty Dissinger. But why at the end does it say Crawdad? Oh, crap. Maybe it is. Ugh. Damn it. Sorry. Man. Cursing. Anyway. It's John Crawdad. It probably is, yeah. John Crawdad. I don't know. Wow. Cliff ruined the notes I'm sorry. I, uh, John wants to know. Tech question, what kind of monitors or TV do you guys use? I think, oddly enough, we all have, if not the exact same monitor, pretty much the exact Set same monitor. Brand. Yeah, you have yeah. an Asus, right? I've got an Asus. And you have an Asus. No. Oh, I thought you had an Asus. I have Acer? Oh, crap. Now I, I don't remember. Oh, my phone just went off because it thought I said, hey, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> my... My PC monitor is like an old Acer monitor that I got for free. Okay, so it's, it's an like Acer, a, not an it's Asus. A, it's a Tenny. It's just like... Is that the one that you I bring to the We literally kids were fingers? part of a class action lawsuit for like the first PC we ever had. And we got this like $200 of credit in the this like weird like Dell warehouse store. <laughs> so I just got a couple <laughs> monitors because it's like the, only, like the only thing that I... Thought would be like useful in the future, mm-hmm. so I got like a 19 inch monitor and a 27 inch monitor for free. So that's what I use, and then I have a BenQ 1080 oh, monitor. BenQs are lovely um, for my Xbox and my Switch, and then I use a I have a 42 or 47 inch TV that my PS4 is hooked up to, and like the Apple TV is hooked up to. Nice. Not that I play games on the Apple TV, but I just have so many. I have a few devices connected to each right 
yeah. make screen. It, make it seem like um, <laughs> so I can do three things at once. Validate the ownership of all I your screens. I can have Twitch over here, and then I can have my games here and my TVs here. Like I'm like, I mean, I've got a I've got a 27 inch Asus monitor uh with the bang olufsen speakers set in it which is all right it's it's all right i mean it's there's still monitor speakers so don't it's yeah yeah potato Um, potato yeah but i got it when i got the monitor i just got it as a a second monitor for my laptop for my audio work so i really didn't care about you know fidelity or anything like that kind of wishing i did um because it's not the best but asus does build a decent product um kevin has actually got i bought him uh when he put his system together i bought him two their aoc oh monitor, sure aoc yeah. gaming monitors yep they weren't the cheapest but they are beautiful um and that's what he's got his pc hooked up to uh for our ps4 pro on our xbox one x downstairs we've got a i just love saying it 75 inch sony hdr mm, 4K. It's, huge. it's massive um and that's that. And then upstairs, we got a 65-inch Sony uh, 4K HDR, and that's got the regular PS4 and the Apple 4K hooked up to it. Yeah. And that's they're they're beautiful. I I'm I'm a name guy for whatever reason. I because I shop at Old Navy. I really don't care about brand name crap. But for whatever reason, like tech stuff, I love Sony products. I have always loved them. I don't know why. Yeah, I always have liked like Sony televisions. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like they always seem like they're. Very good. I've never thought that, that Sony like they're. I mean, they're fine, but yeah. I to me, there's like you pay more for a brand name on they're, Sony. Yeah, and I honestly, I think so. But for whatever reason, I I love them. Yeah. Like I can tell you right now for a fact that like the the new line of Vizio TVs that are out just make my screen look like crapstick. Ah. Uh, but. I love my Sony and I'm sticking to it. All right. America. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. On my PC, I have two. I have an Acer um, that's like a, a 2K, <laughs> like a 2K display. So it's the 1440 by whatever the other number is on 1440. I can uh, never remember. Yeah, it's um, like 27. 27 or something, yeah. So it's like that 2K range. And then I have a, an Asus 1080. That's my second monitor. Um, but they're both 27-inch monitors, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my piece or my my TV is a, an LG 4K HDR mm-hmm. Um, which I really like. It's a uh, sixty-five inch, I think. If you can, squ- if you can swing the roughly eight grand for an LG OLED TV. Oh God, they're beautiful. Those right? are the most magical things you will ever put in front of your eyeballs. They're gorgeous. I watch. I should. I'll, I'll and they're dropping. They're actually dropping in price. price that eight yeah. grand. That's for the seventy-five inch. Which that eight grand was for like the fifty-five inch just two yeah. two years ago. Yeah. So they're dropping and they're dropping fast. I uh, I think moving to my current TV was one of like the better tech decisions I've made because I had a 42 inch LG before that and I don't know I guess maybe probably most people do know but like a 42 inch TV you can almost fit four of them inside of a 70 inch TV so like the difference between a 42 inch TV and a 65 or 70 inch TV I didn't is that at, well, yeah because they're measured diagonally yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't yeah and up. so like if if you ever want to be like do something weird. There's a bunch of places on the internet where you can like compare screen sizes. Go drop a 42 inch TV inside a 65 inch TV and go like, oh wow, that is significantly larger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, moving up to that, like I'm old and have crappy eyes, and so like that made it so I could I'm like older than you, barely. It made me so I could like sit on the couch though and play right. games comfortably as opposed to having to like sit on a chair next to the screen like an old man. So well, it's funny because we got the 65 inch upstairs and the 75 inch downstairs, but for whatever reason, I think it's just. Because downstairs is a basement, and it's—I mean, it's still you know yeah. regular size basement. It's fine, 
Um, but having the ceiling, because upstairs we've got vaulted ceilings, yeah. and sticking that 65-inch TV in that big room, it just makes the TV seem so much smaller. <laughs> That's what I say, too. Like, your your TV, I mean, is actually probably 20 inches bigger than mine, actually, like, measured right. across. But it does not feel significantly bigger than right. my 65. Well, I wonder so. if maybe we should move the TVs, one upstairs, like, swap them. I, I don't know. That sounds like no, a lot of work. Another seventy-five-inch TV. That's what I you should do. I would like do. to not do that. Just, <laughs> he's playing. I mean, he's playing the kitchen video game. Remember? Or get a bigger TV. Like get an eighty-five. Get a hundred and twenty-inch TV. You guys are just. They're no, like you know that's the right answer. You now don't, you're you don't silly. need a you no, need no no a no no no. Get a projector. No, absolutely not. No. Okay. Are we done? Yeah, we're, we're done. done. Okay. Thank you, Eddie. Good question. No, wait. Not Eddie. John, aka Crawdad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Justin Slalas. Um <laughs> I, I was, uh, salad. I'm saying Salas. Justin Sal whatever. Whatever. Justin. Thank JS. You. I'm just gonna um, stop putting last names on this, okay? Right. It'll be first name, last initial. <laughs> uh Justin wants to know. Think Microsoft can make a comeback now or will we be or will we be waiting till next generation of consoles, i.e. PS5 and the Xbox One Y? Which is what we'll be calling it from now on. XBOY. XBO. Ooh, the X Boy. <laughs> I don't know about the X Boy. I don't that's why he's an X now. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um yeah, I think they can. Nah. Next, not this not this generation, next console generation. Yeah, I think they I think <laughs> that they easily could next generation. I think they're laying the groundwork now. For that next generation. Yeah. So when it hits, I really hope. Like I, really I said, hope. I don't know if there's like a winner or loser in this console generation. They're both making money. They both seem If you're going just content. based on actual yeah, if you're consoles, console sold, then yeah, sales, Sony just yeah. spanked them. Yeah. But I mean, you know. Nintendo's kind of slapping them around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know how much that honestly matters to anyone outside of. Well, and I mean, the other thing is you don't have any idea how many Xboxes have been sold. They don't release those numbers. So, yes, we know they've sold less than PlayStation. But we have no idea how many less than PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They haven't released those numbers in like a year, year and a half. So, I mean, my presumption is by 30, 40 million consoles, but no one really knows. So, yeah, no, there's no way they're going to catch up this console generation. It ends too quickly but uh next console depending on how they launch and when they launch and what they launch um so depending on all the things who knows yeah the the, uh the next xbox is codenamed scarlet by the way like o'hara or the letter both okay maybe maybe if scarlet hair was an adulterous person yeah right i mean she very well could have been i don't know i've never seen gone with the wind i'll be honest and by seen i mean red or both whatever that's good Frankly, Adam, I don't give a damn. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. Bloom-ching. Do you have any opinions on this uh, matter? Um, no. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> so as of now, no, they're not going to win. It's pretty clear if you want to call a winner or a loser. Yeah. Um, but next generation, they've yeah. got a, they've got a yeah. shot with what they're doing. I now. think especially if Sony st- keeps being stupid. Uh, right. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that, Justin. And uh, yeah, we we we're going to start using. First name, last initial, because I think that would be nice. <laughs> I mean, you're always good of. Right. Uh, Captain Insano 6, welcome back. Uh, watching the different E3 presentations has me thinking, have these presentations always been this elaborate with the Dancing Panda for Ubisoft's Just Dance as an example? Do you guys like that they put some production value into it, or does it, just, or does it detract from the games themselves? 
I am so sad I missed Ubisoft's presentation with the pandas. It was actually pretty good. Um, it was for the Just Dance game, and it it started out outside, and then they like led all these people inside. There was it was a pretty big production for a game and that I could care less it's about. To Nintendo Wii, and you're uh-huh. like, what? yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm actually like personally a pretty big fan of. Ones that start out with something, right, and then stop that immediately. Right. <laughs> like I, I to me the best conference this year and the best conference last year actually was Xbox. They get up, they do like an introduction, and then they're like, "Oh, and here, watch fifty games." Bam, 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 and then there was a little dumb break for fours in the middle, which I could have done completely without. And then they're like, "Here's another thirty games." Bam, 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 and then a fun reveal of Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, twenty seventy seven at the Cyberpunk end. like hacker kind of thing. You know, that's cool. Um, I thought Sony was Sony was just not good to watch on TV because they're like, here's this really cool Last of Us thing, and now here are these four news anchors are going to talk to you for a little while while we move all these people from this place to this other place so we can do another weird experience with a banjo. Um, <laughs> you know, like it just wasn't great. And Bethesda's starting out with, I wish I could remember who that rock star dude is because I don't know, I have literally no idea who he was. Everyone I was watching was like, oh my god, it's something KX or something. I don't know who he is. He's, I don't know if he's like is a EA or Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda. I don't know if he's like a real musician or a parody musician or uh, Adam's going to look him up. Like that was real bad. EA started out super slow and then the ending was pretty good. Like, but again, it was because they were showing stuff. Anytime you like, almost anytime you get developers on the stage, I think it's pretty bad. Anytime you get anyone but Phil Spencer that's a CEO on the stage, it's pretty bad. Um, Todd Howard was really good this year, but. I like some spectacle, but really, really, really what I care about is video games. Can, if, can you f- say? I'll find it. You you guys tell me your opinions um, and I'll I'll look it up. Yes, I mostly agree with what Cliff just said. Um I'm definitely all for like the showmanship of it. Like I I think if you're gonna come have this presentation, you should bring out something that wows people. Um but yes, it doesn't need to carry on through the whole thing. You just need to like Get people's attention. Get them excited at the beginning of of your presentation. Um, even yeah. Um, for example, like I just went and did like a corporate presentation, and they gave us this wacky challenge, and we're like, do some like, and they they related it to Hamilton, how Hamilton was like this cool new play that made people like think about theater again, right? Like mm-hmm. however much you agree or disagree with that, but so we incorporated like a parody song of Hamilton to start our presentation and that was it. So we opened with this Hamilton song and then we got into our presentation and did all the serious stuff. Yeah. So it got everyone kind of excited. It was bright early in the morning. So yeah. it was like 8 a.m. on the dot. We start our presentation, get the blood flowing, and then we go in and do all the important yeah, stuff. That's why you open a presentation with a joke. Right. Hook us, entertain us, make me interested, and then um, get going. Yeah, yeah, so bring out a dancing panda. That's awesome. And <laughs> yeah. then get the dancing panda off the stage. Or if he just wants to hang out and yeah. not be... But probably don't uh, bring uh, your CEO out after that. Like, right. You know, you got to keep unless it's Phil Spencer. You got to keep the momentum yeah. going it's after that. But um, yeah. like that's fun. Like that should be oh, a part of it. Right. Uh, so this guy is actually playing Seattle in September. Who is Andrew WK? Does anyone know? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I don't is know. he a real musician? Yeah, he is. Okay. He's playing the showbox uh, uh, Soto. I he's think a, he's. I mean, very popular. Why was he on the Bethesda stage? I literally don't know. Um, because he's a multi instrumentalist. 
Uh, the Venn diagram, you are on one side and you're not the intersectional piece. I'm not. <laughs> Jeez, not. Yeah, I, like they brought me like, Andrew WK. I'm like, who's this? And everyone know. in the chat was like, hey, it's Andrew WK. I'm like, who is this? I, <laughs> I felt very old. This is where I now, this, yeah, I'm like, I'm old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, whatever. All right. Well, uh, I personally like a good little bit of entertainment to go along with my conferences. Yeah. So, because uh, I've been to not a lot of game conferences, but I've been to a lot of other conferences. And. Uh, who's that terrible ultra conservative like talk show host? Uh, he started his own network, The Blaze. <laughs> who's that guy? Started The Blaze. Oh, um, crap. That terrible human. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, him. Yeah, like we went to a we went to a conference in Atlanta Glenn years Beck. ago. Yeah, Glenn Beck. Bah. Went to a conference years ago for my radio stuff within our company, and he started on one of my stations one of my companies at the time stations and uh he was like the the speaker for the whole thing and i'm like this guy's a why this is a production like a commercial production conference and you've got this dude no like, no. like uh, yeah if you like your mc's got to be like yeah i don't know fun like i don't know like he was stupid keeps it keeps it moving keeps it fun yeah Kind of like oh uh, okay so so the connection like the connection to Andrew WK was part of the Rage Two launch was this kind of parody of um like what Billy the Talking Fish that's like uh one of the things from Rage like nailed to a board and uh, Andrew WK was the voice for that and then came out and did his song. I guess um, a little convoluted. But I, I'm like, okay. that's some inside stuff. I will tell you that if you search for Andrew WK E3, the first result is E3 2018. Bethesda fan expect video games, but get Andrew WK. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And let's see. Andrew WK sets up Rage 2 gameplay in E3's traditional awkward opener. <laughs> so anyway. Nice. Good job, Bethesda. All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you guys for all your questions, by the way. Appreciate if it. you have questions for us, head to bitemepodcast.com. You can drop them there or go to our Discord, and we've got a whole channel for you. And we always ask what uh, questions you have for us every week on the Book of Face and the Twitters. Yes. So, yeah. All right, let's wrap it up with some cheap free games this week. If you were a Game Pass subscriber like myself, um, you can get Tom Clancy's The Division, which is awesome. Really good. Because is, is that... Did they Xbox? Did they enhance that for the One X? I believe so. Yeah, which I mean, that game was gorgeous on the PS4. So, geez, um, Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited, yes, that is on there. Fallout Four, which I know is Xbox One X enhanced, uh-huh. and I'm really, really excited to fire good beforehand. that one up. Uh, So, do that if you don't have Game Pass subscription and you have an Xbox, you're Think missing out. We really need to get a cut of the sales on this from yeah. Microsoft for as much as we pimp it out. Um, do it. It's ten bucks a month. You can even find some deals that are cheaper. Um, so, yeah, just just do it. It's good. Uh, also, you mentioned this earlier. Surprise addition to the PS Plus lineup for the month is Black Ops 3. Never played it, so maybe I should. I think you should. Is that a PS4 mm, game or is I'm that not a PS3? Sure. I'm not sure. I think it's a PS4 game. Okay. I think it was one of those games that might have been released on both. Like right at the tail yeah. end in the beginning. Okay. That's not fair. not positive, but I, they have done that with the Call of Duties in the past. I think they've released them Makes on sense. systems. All right, I will. Uh, I'll check that out. Like it's good. Yeah. Do we have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Do we have anything else that we need to discuss? I don't believe so. No. All right then. Well, thank you to all of our Patreons and mm-hmm. stuff. We've already got. I believe patrons. they are patrons, actually. Yeah, Patreon. I call them Patreons. Okay, but that's not the. 
Never mind. They whatever. did it. They we'll did explain. it via Patreon, so I'm calling them Patreons. But yeah, but they're patrons. Never, whatever. Never mind. I don't know. It's it. It's it. I don't even know. All right. Uh, find out more about how to do that and all the other fun stuff uh, on our website, bitemepodcast.com, B-Y-T-E-Me podcast.com, and on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Bite Me Podcast. You'll be very disappointed in Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to start posting more and more to it. All right. Go. I posted some. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw it. It's good. More. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. 